No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we're going to see what happens when a Hebrew shepherd blesses the mighty Pharaoh of Egypt. This was Israel's finest hour, not because he was in the presence of the most powerful person on earth, but because he stood as a man of faith. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 47 on Simply the Bible. At the request of Joseph, all 70 of the house of Israel were now all together in Egypt. After 22 years of separation, when Joseph met his father, it was a tearful and joyous reunion. Joseph directed his family to remain in the land of Goshen, a fertile area of about 900 square miles in the northeastern delta of the Nile. We pick it up in Genesis chapter 47. Then Joseph went and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers, their flocks and their herds, and all that they possess have come from the land of Canaan, and indeed they are in the land of Goshen. Joseph had become a master in the art of court diplomacy. He knew how Pharaoh and the Egyptians thought, so he chose his words well. Before Jesus ever said it, Joseph was practicing it. Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. Joseph used his best skills to persuade Pharaoh to allow his family to remain in Goshen, the prime grazing land of Egypt. He had already coached his brothers on what to say. When Pharaoh calls you and says, what is your occupation? Then tell him, your servant's occupation has been with livestock from our youth even till now. Joseph knew that Egyptians despised shepherds. So this would keep Israel on the outskirts of Egypt and prevent them from intermarrying with the Egyptians. Verse 2, And he took five men from among his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh. Joseph probably selected the five brothers he thought would be most respectable and presented them before Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. So far, so good. Everything was going just the way Joseph had planned it. But then his brothers added something else. We have come to dwell in the land because your servants have no pasture for their flocks. For the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Whoa! Joseph didn't want them to come right out and ask for the land of Goshen. After all, this was the prime land of Egypt. Even though Joseph had hand-selected these guys, they were still loose cannons. Then Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Have your father and brothers dwell in the best of the land. Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. And if you know any competent men among them, then make them chief herdsmen over my livestock. Fortunately, Pharaoh highly regarded Joseph. 
for he had saved all of Egypt. Pharaoh wasn't about to let this little matter of where Joseph's family lived jeopardize his relationship with his prime minister. Therefore, he said, let them dwell in the land of Goshen. Score! But the Pharaoh took it even one step further. And if you know any competent men among them, then make them chief herdsmen over my livestock. Since shepherding was not popular among the Egyptians, Pharaoh needed some good overseers that were competent to care for his livestock. If Joseph's brothers were anything like Joseph, then this would be a very good deal for Pharaoh. I think Joseph left this meeting thinking, wow, that went better than I thought. Obviously, God was working behind the scenes to prosper his people, but also to keep them separated from the Egyptians. Are you skilled in your work? Don't be surprised if God raises you up, uses you, and blesses you in the world. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. This is just one of many ways that God's people are a blessing to the world. And why? So that people will see our good works, knowing that we are Christians, and that it will glorify our Savior. That is how the Lord wants us to let our light shine before others. So if you have a skill, hone it. Work at it with all your heart as unto the Lord. You may be surprised to discover how God uses you and blesses you. Verse 7. Then Joseph brought in his father Jacob and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? This is truly an amazing meeting that only God could have arranged. Pharaoh is the king of the world dominating empire at that time. Egyptians despise shepherds, yet here is this elderly Hebrew shepherd standing before Pharaoh. Israel is now at his finest. Not because he is trying to impress this Egyptian ruler, but because he has become a man of faith. This is what God intended when he changed his name from Jacob, the heel catcher, to Israel. Governed by God, the one who prevails with God. He had learned that even when circumstances look grim, God is in control and God is his salvation. He had learned the secret of walking by faith and not by sight. And that is the lesson God would teach every one of us. The first thing Jacob does is to bless Pharaoh. In the book of Hebrews, we're told that the greater blesses the lesser. From the world's perspective, what right did this shepherd from Canaan have to bless Pharaoh, a man who was considered by the Egyptians to be deity? But from God's perspective, Jacob is far greater than Pharaoh, for he is the ancestor of the anointed one who will save the world. Pharaoh asked Jacob how old he is. And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Now, if I was 130 years old, 
I don't think that I would be saying that my days were few. But then again, my father died when he was 67 years old. Jacob's father died when he was 180, and his grandfather died when he was 175. He probably realizes that he's not going to make it that long. Now, Jacob has truly changed. He is not trumpeting all his accomplishments as he may have done earlier in life. Instead, he says that his days have been evil. He is probably thinking of when he ran for his life from Esau, his brother, when he endured his uncle Laban for 20 long years and then suffered the rape of his daughter Dinah and the resulting genocide at the hands of Simeon and Levi against Shechem. And then, of course, he mourned for 22 years, thinking that his son Joseph was dead. Few and evil had been his days. And yet Jacob talks about life as a pilgrimage. He knows he is just passing through. We would all be wise to remember that this world is not a home, but a hotel. Have we come to realize that? Have we truly accepted the fact that this world is temporary and that we are only strangers here? Life is more beautiful when we understand that we are only passing through. I am far less critical about the furnishings in a hotel room than in my own home. Why? Because I know my stay is only temporary. Likewise, our every contact with this world should be as light as possible because this is not our home. If we amass good things for ourselves in this life but make no provision for the life to come, then we have wasted our life and our resources and played the fool. Even if we were to live 130 years old, our days would be few compared to eternity. Verse 10, So Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. Jacob blesses Pharaoh a second time, and then he leaves. Pharaoh had blessed Israel with food during the famine and the best land of Egypt. Now God was blessing Pharaoh through the agency of Israel. As God promised Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And that is why it is always good public policy for us to bless Israel. Verse 11, And Joseph situated his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with bread, according to the number of their families. Joseph really had it all. Some people excel in business, but their family is a wreck. Others devote themselves to their family, but they never excel in business. Joseph was the consummate political and business leader, but he also took great care of his family. He situated his father and brothers in the land of Goshen, which would become known as Ramesses. He gave them a rich possession in Egypt so that they could prosper. And through the final five years of famine, Joseph provided his father's household, all 70 plus mouths to feed, with bread that was rationed according to the number in each family. Joseph 
was fair. If we take nothing else away from this passage, let us believe that God orders the steps of those who walk by faith. He goes before us to prepare the way. His plans for us are not to harm us, but to give us a future. Yes, he allows hardship. We might find that our days are few and evil, but we must remember that God uses these trials to make us people of faith. And people of faith are always the greatest blessings to the world. The devil will try to make you quit. He'll try to get you to give up. He'll accuse you and point out all your faults. He'll seek to make you feel like an abject failure. But if you receive Jesus Christ, then guess what? God has chosen you, and he has gifted and called you for a purpose. Your name is written in heaven, and he who began the good work in you will bring it to completion. So then, where will your next step of faith take you? The world is waiting to find out. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, just go by their website. It's at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. We'd sincerely love to hear from you. Now, tomorrow we're going to see how Joseph, from his exalted position, administered the food program for all of Egypt. Joseph is a wonderful example of a faithful man. We hope you'll join us then as we continue through Genesis right here on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.